0: Fade you, yeah, 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 This is fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fade What's going you. on, moms and dads?
1: Welcome to another episode in our NFL preview series, where we go division by division, try to identify the fade narratives, the ride teams, the poopy scummy teams whatever else the dads are feeling heading into the 2022 nfl season whether you are listening or watching to this make sure you're following our twitter at fade U Sports. you can also get to our youtube page from there make sure you're subscribed to that get on the tiktok at fade university and of course make sure you're subscribed to the pod We've got some really good stuff coming up next week we go to two nfl shows per week for the start of the season lots of good stuff Coming up, and again, all those links can be found on our pin tweet on Twitter at Fade News Sports. Today we have our seventh of eight division previews. We are doing the NFC East. If you missed the other ones, go back and check those out. They are both in YouTube and podcast form. So, boys, the NFC East last season: Dallas, twelve and five. LOL, losing round one. Eagles nine and eight. Commanders. I guess we're going to call them that now, seven and 10 giant poop, four and 13. Now the win totals for 2022, we've got the Cowboys 10 and a half, but there is some juice to the under. We've got the Eagles at nine and a half, but juice to be over, which is interesting. Commander seven and a half giants. Despite going at four and 13, the giants seven this season. Okay. Marty, you want to start with, uh, your favorite punching bag?
2: Yeah, why not? Let's go run to that star. Um, so yeah, twelve and a twelve wins last season. And that wild card game was awesome. Won a lot of money. Go Niners. All right. So win total ten and a half. Tyrone Smith out. Didn't really do much in the offseason. Um, I mean Smith might come back, but we're talking about missing three quarters of the season. They didn't really do much in the offseason. They re-signed their safety curse. They drafted Torbett out of South Alabama. I guess that was to replace who they trade away, Mari Cooper. Um, they drafted a tight end. Ferguson from Wisconsin. I mean, they've had some tight end injury issues in the past, so I mean, that's decent. Lyle Collins, he left, so they've promoted Terrence Steele. And They lost Randy Gregory and then signed Dante Fowler. So it's like they've put – they're just kind of playing Tetris over here. But the biggest piece to me is Tyron Smith. Uh, I mean, I thought the stats were going to be a little bit different, but I've watched this team without that guy. And I guess in 33 games, they're they're still 17 and 16, 51% versus 56% when he does play. I honestly thought it was going to be less than that, but – I just don't see how this team is going to win 10 and a half games. I actually went under nine and a half to get some plus money. I think it was plus 140. So I played that because I I just don't see how this team is going to replicate. I I wish Joe was on this one because I'm sure he'd have some stats in their close ball games. I don't have any of that. But they were 13 and four against the spread, which was the best in the league last year. I mean, I, I think they started what Matt eight zero, and we just we we just kept blindly just like no, eventually they're going to lose, and we just kept going. Um, and they, they kind of made us pay until finally they started losing. So they may squeak in because it is the NFC East. They may squeak into the playoffs, but I'm still confident under nine and a half.
3: That was the longest winded version of just saying that they're overrated and. <laughs> <as fuck. laughs> Ha. I, they, they haven't done shit. <laughs> they haven't done. I was shit.
0: trying to give reasons for once. And you left out Mike from a fucking car. Exactly.
3: You left. You missed the biggest
2: reason of all. I had to <laughs> save something for you guys. <laughs> Take it away, Chris. Take it away, Chris.
0: No, it's funny, honey. Huh, he left. He. That was a great, long-winded, beautiful version of. They didn't do shit. They're probably worse, and they still have that fucking coach. So yeah, uh, I like Kmart pulling his cock out with that under nine and a half. A lot of times there's huge value in taking alt lines, especially um, if the teams uh, when you go under more. I know I think Joe or someone did something like under bucks like nine and a half or ten two to get plus money. So um, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, you love to see it. The Cowboys, I think they had a couple games last year that we lost fading them when the, in overtime, I, and I, they were like minus three and a half, and they ended New up England. four and a half. Yeah,
2: New England New was England winning, was,
1: was horrendous. Brutal. Uh, brutal. brutal. Horrible, like I went
2: 0-5 in the contest that week. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, you know, you
0: got to think they're going to regress on those, those close games. They'll start winning by a field goal instead of six or seven points. So, we'll see. I love it. And uh, that, you got to love when the Cowboys are a little shittier, because then that spices up. That NFC fucking East, you know, and it lets a team like the, uh, what we used to call them the Foreskins, but now they're the Commanders. So, you know, it's teams like that to get in the mix. So, but I'll let Neil go on That's a good segue. There, there it is. <laughs> Uh, anyone who had well
3: over under three minutes before we have to clip out a bit from from Chris. <laughs> you, won the, you won the under. Um, I just you know the Mike the, the Mike McCarthy stat going back. So last year was his first year in the last five, well six going back, where Mike McCarthy has hit his win total over. So going back, he was they, when he was with Green Bay, he was oh he was an over in the last four seasons with Aaron Rodgers. Over in the first, um, you know, with Dallas and then last year was the first one that they that they actually hit their season win total over. So we want to talk about Mike McCarthy being a little scummy and a little mm-hmm. overrated. I mean, that to me was the, the biggest one. Also, in you know, in turnovers, I, the stat was they were the team that benefited the most in turnover differential. Um, so if you think that there's going to be regression back to the means when it comes to turnovers, I, I with I'm I'm with the Jazz on this one. I think it, that Dallas is an is an underplay, um, especially as being as public as they are. So it'll be easy and nice to root for root against them. Anybody
1: who wants to know why we lost fifty units fading Dennis last year <laughs> needs to just look at Kyle. Yeah. mentioned it. Dallas being thirteen and four against the spread. I mean, Chris, that's a that's just a recipe to get rocked. First quarter,
2: guy like first Bennett. half, full yeah. game, yeah. so many times, 3-0. Yeah, times
0: that by, yeah, three units. There's 20 or 30 right there on Den. I our... yeah. just want to say I'm a little upset at Matthew, our host, for not joining me with a beer. He just took a sip of water. That's shameful, but that's fine. He'll get a beer, hopefully, or a glass of wine by the end of this thing.
3: Dad, that's a whiteboard behind him.
0: Hey, Matt, where are you? (laughs) Oh, shit, he's not at home. He's not at home. I don't want him to get taken out by security. (laughs) He's at school until about 8.30 tonight, so (laughs) it's fine. No wrong out yet.
1: (laughs) uh, All right, Neil, take me to school on the Philadelphia Eagles. People are slobbering all over the Eagles' dips like I would not believe. Uh, There's so much hype going with this team. Best line in the league. Uh, insane skill position players. They get AJ Brown.
3: What's going on here? So this is an interesting one. So if you remember, if we all remember, go back to last year. Under Eagles was like, it was mine and Joe's favorite bet by far. Season win total under you know seven six and a half under seven and a half. They blow over it, going up to nine. Um, I think at the end you have to ask yourself the question if you're going to believe in Philadelphia can Jalen Hearns throw the football? Because so far he's shown really no capability to throw the ball consistently. Skill players, right? You go out and you get a, get him a great skill position player in A.J. Brown to pair him with um, Devontae Smith. They have the best offensive line, right? As far as PFF grade um, in the league heading into the season. Do you believe that he's able to take sort of that next step forward or is he just another gimmicky type of quarterback, you know, that's la that's end up going to be more like Kyler Murray versus being Lamar Jackson. Um, and I think depending on what side of the coin you land on Jalen, that tells you you're over under. I would not be so this is one I would not be surprised to hear that the Eagles went 13 and three. I would not be surprised to hear that the Eagles went seven and ten this season if he doesn't if he doesn't live up to the hype or if he is able to take the next step and actually throw the football downfield and into coverage. Okay. Martin, what do you got on Philly?
2: Yeah, I think, I think I've turned into one of those guys that are all over him. Um, I mean, you look at what they've done in the off season, what the Cowboys wish they would have done. They draft Nakobe Dean from Georgia. So he's going to be playing linebacker. They signed James Bradbury trade for AJ Brown, signed Hassan Reddick, and, you know, they they signed a few other guys, but, you know, they also restructured Flet- Fletcher Cox's deal. So, you know, they've actually done things to take the step. Just yesterday, they traded for Gardner Johnson. Didn't really give up much for him. You know, he comes from New Orleans, was, you know, is a standout corner. And he's being paired. I forget his name. Who's he being paired with on the opposite side? Does What's that know? guy's
1: name from Detroit? Slay.
2: Darius Slay. Slay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this team's secondary, they're already pretty good last year. Defensive line, linebacking core. This team's going to win a lot of games defensively. Neil said, great offensive line. They're going to be able to run the ball. So, if they're able to get in second and short, third and short, I'm pretty sure Jalen can find an open receiver. Yeah. I'm actually curious to look at Jalen and two at the end of the season and see who did better. Kind of fun. But yeah, I'm over the Eagles win total. Um, you know, they were very competitive last year, went nine and eight, eight, eight and one against the spread. So, you know, I'm one of those guys. I'm all in on the Eagles too. And I am not an Eagles fan.
3: Well, easiest, Chris, easiest schedule in football.
1: There you go. Chris, they got Pro Bowlers everywhere. They got the easiest schedule. Seems like just what could go know, wrong? Bet them against every bad team, right? Free money.
0: Yeah, I know everyone loves them in the trenches, loves the offensive line, defensive line. That's great to have. I know everyone says, oh, Hertz hasn't, uh, this is his first time he's going to be in the same offense more than one year in a row. He's switching, right, Oklahoma, Alabama, all this stuff. And it's like, everyone's super high again. That's why we're here to talk about it. Is that a fade narrative? Is that a ride narrative? What do we think? Is he going to play better than he did last year and lead him um, to the playoffs again? So. It's very interesting. I'm, again, like I always do, I'll probably try to find them in some scummy roles, you know, when they're maybe catching a few at home or or as a little road dog uh, when people are kind of jumping off the Eagles instead of um, high on them. So we'll see, like, for instance, hopefully they lose week one to the Lions, and then I'll be backing them maybe in week two. So we'll see.
2: So it's, it's funny you say that. Sorry, Matt, but I, I am actually salivating over Detroit in week one. I don't, I don't know why, but I, I do, I, I'm kind of with you on that. Man,
1: that's got Chris, that's got like five all over it. It's four right now by the time that everyone. Says, up. Yeah, that, that's that got dead number five written all over it. Maybe at closing Yeah, but, So they go Detroit, Minnesota, Washington,
0: Jacksonville, first four games, um, Oh, that's perfect. They lose to the Lions, Vikings beat Packers, everyone's on Vikings, and jumping off the Eagles, setting up perfectly, boys. We'll see. Um, All right. (laughs) We'll see. The last two teams are the ones –
1: well, I don't know. It's interesting. Let's do actually Giants first because the Giants are another team that I've heard a lot of people are quite high on – They bring in Dable, who everyone loved from Buffalo. That guy turned Josh Allen into an MVP candidate. Everybody knows that. Uh, The pieces seem to be there for maybe a step up in talent. And so people seem to be a little bullish on the Giants to not only hit this win total over seven, but possibly even maybe steal a playoff spot in the NFC. Do we think that's justified? Or is this going to be same old New York Giants that are drafting
3: sixth? next year so I'll tell it so I've got a, have got a bet and I'm jumping on the Giants bandwagon now I hate and so if we go back to our very first like text thread that we we started talking football right Chris I sent to you oh my god the Giants went four and 13 and they were pegged in at seven seven and a half wins right how do you like that upgrade is disgusting in the opposite end of, like, how are you going to – who's going to bet the over, right, with that team, I thought. Um, Again, I go back, you know, one of the stats, it's like how worse can the Giants actually be from where they were, right? Cooper Cup had more receiving yards than the top four Giants combined. MVP. MVP. They had Cooper Cup had more receiving touchdowns than all of the Giants pass catchers combined. Sorry to bring it up. I'm glad Chris joined. If you didn't know, Chris had the Cooper Cup MVP at 125 to one. It somehow did not. he was robbed. Work out. He was robbed. Can't believe they gave it to Aaron Rodgers again. But how can it? How can a unit be that bad? It doesn't happen in football. Right, awful, awful teams. It's really hard to be incompetent year over year, right? Because of just the the way the NFL structured, and you know, with salary caps and things like that. There should be a. I'm I'm making on a regression to the mean. I go back to the schedule, right? It's the I think they are the third easiest schedule, right, in all of the NFL. You're taking out. I mean, they've got five. They play five of the seven lowest projected win total teams this season, right? And I think they're going to be better of them. And I think there's nothing more than saying – and you guys can tell me if you heard otherwise. When Day Bowl came on, I didn't – the narrative of, like, Danny Dimes not being the guy was not heard. I didn't hear it. Like, it was just assumed that he was going to stay on. Like, there wasn't, like, this big – question mark like is Daniel Jones going to be our starter so that to me tells me enough that I think that they think that he's worthy enough to earn himself another year the coaches didn't come in and clean house with a guy that they very well could have so I like the Giants I like them going you know over not going to be shocked again every year you've got sort of a first or worse to first jump you know I'm not going to be super surprised If you're seeing the Giants at the end, you know battling with Dallas and battling with with Washington and being right there.
2: Neil, how how do you go through all that and not mention Barkley? Like so the the, He's a running back. He's a running back. He's a running back. You know, he's he's had a full year to recover from his knee issues. Yes. They did that, their offensive about, line.
3: Yeah. yeah. You can say that about most of their skill position players too, right? So if you want to look at the injury piece, and Kyle's right, I didn't talk about it, but you had Galladay miss a bunch of games. You had Tony miss a bunch of games. Galladay's
2: just a has-been. That guy's dead. Like, Okay. But he, was, that guy,
3: <sighs> he signed a very big contract, and he got hurt last year, but he signed a very big contract. But you have Sterling Shepard, right? You have all these pieces that, if right and can stay healthy, Barkley being a key one, it should just, is this the year that it all comes together and not everyone stays healthy? I'm not exactly sure, but I would bank on more I mean, of them staying healthy this year than not.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think for your sake and that win total seven, seven and a half, like I, I would definitely say under. But if they have any chance, any chance, it's Barkley in that offensive line. I mean, they signed Gl- Glowinski from the Colts. They've retooled a little bit there, so it's going to be a lot better. Danny Dimes can run. I mean, he's inconsistent passing, but I mean, if, if, I hope I'm, I like all day. Like, I, I hope I'm wrong, but it just, things I've seen in camp doesn't look great. Um, but Kadarius Tony, I mean, that's, that's their star receiver. So I I don't know, eight wins. That's, that seems like a stretch, but I, I think it starts with the running game as, as it, as it, that's my style. If you can run, you can win games. Shorten the game. play I'm not saying David, Yeah.
3: I'm not saying Danny Dimes is Josh Allen, but you have a relatively similar mobility. You have Dave Ball coming in as the offensive coordinator, right? As Matt said from Buffalo. You bring in his offensive coordinator was the is the was the O C at Kansas City. Their new defensive coordinator was the DC at Baltimore. Like there's a lot of pieces that yes, is it gonna take time to gel, certainly with all of them, but the background from all these guys leads you to believe that there is something that right by the end of the season that uh, again, assuming health, and that's been a big question mark for all their, their guys. Um, you know, this could be a team that, that shows some potential. Yeah. Worth mentioning.
1: They did have a shitty record last season due in part to uh, Chris, one of your favorite quarterbacks made a bunch of starts to the G men last year. You remember who that was?
3: Ha <laughs> ha, rhymes with Klingon. <laughs> that was the other stat, right? D- DJ was four and seven in his starts, right? And then Glennon on everyone else was was zero oh and six. Yeah. Um, last thing on them, right? Chris talked about sort of a week two look ahead. This one was this is one of my favorites. I hope and pray Carolina beats the shit out of Cleveland in week one. The Giants may look like scum against Tennessee. Giants have Giants have Carolina Week Two Baker off of like his emotional, you know, I'm gonna fuck him up game. Give me some Giants to kick the shit out of Baker if it comes. If Baker takes care of business in Week Two, I'd I love, love to that see handle. that. Thank you. I love. I'm waiting for it. That, yeah, that's. I'm really rooting a great for Baker. Look ahead. Loving rooting for Baker in week in Week One to take care. Of of uh of his old Cleveland team I could see
1: Crispy on The Giants week one That's looking a little inflated six, I was going to
0: say half. I hope they lose by six for Neil. It would still look bad Because if they still catch them half They'll mm-hmm. cover But uh, yeah, how can you take the over here The last five years their win total is Four, six, four, five, three They haven't gone over this number in five years Or I think it's eight out of the last nine years this is disgusting. I don't know. It is. It seems just crazy. How are they going to regress so much? You know, everyone says if you have a house by the beach, it's it's recession-proof. Well, if you have a football team in New York, it's regression-proof. Because they <laughs> fucking don't regress back to the fucking mean. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm on it with Neil. You should
2: do your Lombardi impression during this. <laughs>
0: yeah. That was I'm a solid the- one. Yeah, that was solid. <laughs> I hope they fucking do regress because uh, I love to see the Giants play well. And, uh, you know, and they're poop, let's be honest, I'm, they're going to be dogs in almost all Both their game. games. So, you know, um, hopefully there's value there. Let's quickly touch on Washington. I
1: have absolutely no idea. I mean, it just kind of seems like a
2: directionless group. <laughs> is there anything here?
3: Wait, you don't think Carson Wentz is the savior?
2: I mean, Young's starting the season on the pup, like it's not good. Lord. But I mean, Neil, offensively, I mean, obviously, I mean, I guess an upgrade at quarterback, but they still have weapons. I mean, what look like they're starting running back potentially is a rookie just got shot in a carjacking. Yeah, yeah. But still, Gibson, if he can not fumble the ball, I mean, he's going to produce. They got Jahan Dotson now and Terry McLaurin. And if Curtis Samuel can stay healthy, I mean, they have pieces, but I mean, all these guys are great at what they do. It's just about coaching and staying healthy.
3: Yeah, they, they, this one is sort of same boat. You, right? It's you go from Heineke to Wentz. Sounds like an upgrade. Um, don't know that it actually is. Um, but again, it's schedule, right? They have Buffalo, Kansas City, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Um, all those teams on their schedule last season, they still go seven and they go seven and 10. Their hardest game is a, is a, I think a home against green Bay and they replaced half of the, It's just, it's scheduled for all this. This whole division just got a little lucky, which worries me a little bit about taking an under for anyone just because the strength of schedule flips for where they had one of the hardest strength of schedules last season and it flips. And now they have one of the easiest this season. Um, the whole division gets not gets the nine home games. I think the Giants even one of their Giants road games is the London Green Bay Green game. Bay
1: I think. Yeah. yeah.
3: So the Giants only have really true seven true road games. Um I I would be hesitant taking an under again of Washington uh, cuz again, they won 7 with Heineke.
1: Washington Wow.
3: Washington last year is kind of like Philly this
1: year. Everybody was betting on Washington to win the NFC East because of the D-line, because they got Fitzmagic, and that they just completely flopped and fell on their face. Chris, wouldn't it be the most NFL thing ever for everyone to forget about this team and now they win the division this year?
0: <laughs> it would be so perfect. Day late and the dollar short, just like the public every time. Yeah, uh, that was that fucking game Neil was talking about when Heineken. They got in the, what, the red zone like 14 oh times mm-hmm. before. <laughs> I'm shibble, like, how do shibble, I not shibbles. get a cover on that? You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, you know, these guys, I'm going to probably look. You guys talk about, you know, have a decent offense, a great, probably defense again. It might lead to some unders. Mm-hmm. I might find some inflated lines for these, uh, the Washington, whatever they call it. Uh, look for some unders and uh, hope for some 2017 games. They play a tight, maybe they play these. These good teams that Neil mentioned, they play tight. Maybe they don't put up the points, but they don't get a uh, completely blown out. They do
1: start with Jacksonville and Detroit. So there is a path for them to at least get off to a decent start. <laughs> I guess.
0: Is that what's that line week one? They're laying points. Week they're, they're home. Looking. They're home, so I think they're probably around minus three. Yeah, two and a half or something.
1: That'll be an interesting one. To keep. Probably not one that's going to be very highly bet. So, yeah, see I see can... they
2: opened four and a half. Now it's down to three. Wow. Mm.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine too many people are going to be eager to lay points with Washington. But mm. that could be a low-volume game that maybe we can find an edge on. So we shall see. All right, we're running a little long, so we'll end it there. So thanks for listening to our NFC East preview. Uh, there are six more shows that you can go back and listen to. And the last division first some preview is going to be the AFC West – We'll do that in a few days, and it's almost time for the football, boys. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, 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 nah, 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 Na na nah, nah, nah. This is fade you. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: fade you, fade the fuck out of.